This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Say goodbye to performance robbing engine deposits with Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. Hate to break it to you, but lower grade fuel can leave deposits in your engine that build up over time and leave your engine's performance severely lacking. Thankfully, Shell V-Power Nitro Plus removes up to 100% of performance-robbing deposits with continuous use in gasoline direct injection engine fuel injectors. Download the Shell app today to find your nearest Shell station and rejuvenate your engine with Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. Fuel up at Shell. star on the planet today, it's George Clooney. It is part two, let's get back into it. I'm so glad that you met Amal, I'm so glad that you're happy. I know this is a, a question normally reserved for women, which is how do you balance it all? Because you have work, sure. you have two kids, and this is in no such order. I'm just listing out what we're, what is on the beautiful plate and docket. Do you still have guys' times and guys' vacations? Yes, a little bit. You can't let go of all of it. You know, you got to still be able to see your friends. I, my girlfriend time is like, they are my first family. Yeah. So yeah. that is a priority for me. All of those, yeah, all of that. Uh, you, you just do it. You just get on with it and you figure out times. And you listen, everything sort of gets thrown in the blender with kids. You yes, know? So it's, it's messy. Like, okay, now we got to go do that. But... Apparently you have to educate them. <laughs> which has really thrown me off. I know, it's first it's let's keep them alive. Yeah. Then it's a deal with toddlers, which nobody talks about how bizarre and wild those chapters are, beautiful, <laughs> but like you're contending with a crazy person and you feel crazy and yet you're all supposed to know exactly what to do. I mean, it's just a, <laughs> toddlers, wow. It's so interesting. And then they become little people and then you have to talk about behavior. And they have opinions and things, which is terrible. And manners <laughs> and, you know. It's awful. Like, but you're such a fun person. You're like the world's biggest prankster. Like, mm. I would be, I would give anything to be your kid. You Don't that? You start see what she's done? <laughs> you see what she's done? She can't help it. Being your kids must it's... be the funnest thing in the world. I mean, like, I, you do pranks with them. Do you prank them all? Because you, George well, you... is a famous pranker. Like, like days, elaborate, like causes Years. people to be like on edge, but in the funniest way. Like, have you ever pranked them all? She's a, she's a human rights lawyer. I could get thrown in the slammer, so I don't know. <laughs> I'm not stupid. Fair game. Well, I did, you know, I tell you, when the kids were really young, I had some pretty good fun with, with the nappies, the diaper thing, because I would get uh, Nutella. 
And then I have Alexander going, because Alexander's up for any, any prank in the world. He's like three. He's your son. Yeah. He, I taught this child. And it, this is the education that he really needs. And at three years old, he would come in with his nappy filled with Nutella down to his knees. And then Amal would be like, oh my God. And then he would kind of step out of it. And then he would just reach down and go like this and eat it. Every, every reaction you could ever pray for, I got. Oh. Like, no! Like, I can't even imagine. Now, um, switching gears a little bit, the last time I saw you in person was probably at the Haiti Telethon where yeah. you had me go be an AD and help like run the show. There we are, exactly. So this is, I, just, I brought this picture in because oh. it's one that we took. Now, here's the funniest thing. So. I put together this telethon uh, to raise money for the people after the earthquake in Haiti. And one of the things we did was we'd have all of these famous people on the phone banks, you know, like the old days. And we had, you know, we had probably a hundred stars there, you remember? And, and uh, Drew called up and said, you know, how can I be involved? And I said, listen, actors, big stars are really hard to wrangle. And we have to keep shuffling different actors in. And I said, if you put just an AD out there, assistant director, you know, they're not going to listen to them and they're not going to show up. I said, so I need celebrity ADs. And I got you and John and Alan to go out and go, you know, get the hell out of the seat, pal. We got somebody else in there. And they did it. And you guys were fantastic. Was, I mean, wrangling everybody was like the funnest job. It was crazy, wasn't it? Well, and that's, it was just so amazing. And you do have that old world spirit of getting in there without all the fanfare and the recognition about it, and yet you cajoled people to be aware of things so early. Like, what was the pull early? Well, look, I, going back to me being your uncle, I'm old, and <laughs> if you- if, Sexy, I'm, hot, virile, young uncle. Yeah. <laughs> She's swimming backwards. She's trying to get out of this Well, now, I thought you know. Sam was my brother. I didn't say no, father, because no, 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 no. you're not it's... like my father. You're my peer, but <laughs> you give me- father's brother, right? <laughs> <laughs> you're right, all right. all right. I'll recast it. But you know, my, uh, my, I grew up in the 60s and 70s, and you know, that was the middle of civil rights movement, the women's rights movement, and the, and the anti-Vietnam War movement, and if you weren't involved in one way or another, if you weren't aware and participating in uh, sort of mankind, then you weren't in the game at all. And my parents would always say, you know, you have a responsibility. And so I, we learned really at a very young age. My parents would do things like, my dad was an anchorman in Cincinnati, Ohio, and he would get letters from, from families who didn't have Christmas. You know, they, they'd lost their job. and, the, and so my dad would make, my sister would babysit, we'd be like 12 years old, and I would uh, mow lawns, and we'd have to make some money, and then we'd have to go shopping for Christmas presents for this family, for these strangers, for these kids and stuff that we'd never met. And then on Christmas morning, we'd have to get up and drive to some stranger's house and bring them Christmas breakfast and presents and spend the day with them and then come home and open presents. I hated it when I was a kid. <laughs> I mean, I hated it. But I was, I'm really thrilled that I was taught that at it a young age. It was a catalyst. Age. Yeah. So, Amal, you're both very aware, concerned people who care about oh. the issues of the world. Well, so do you. I, I think everybody in this room does. I, you know, it, it's, it just comes down to um, how much access you have. And so we all do our bits and we all work in whatever way we can. 
And you know, if uh, if we've been given a lot of access, then uh, you know, then we feel like we should do something. Or just giving people some Christmas presents, one family. Yeah, but I didn't like doing that. Remember? And that's okay. And kids don't have to, but it plants a seed. Were you? I'm still mad about it, actually. <laughs> All right, it's that time. Commercial. We'll be right back with George. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful? Shop Etsy. Get up to 30% off well-crafted and personalized gifts from participating shops until May 12th. This year, embrace your creative side. You know, the side your mom gave you? And shop Etsy for custom jewelry, style pieces, home decor, and extra special items she'll adore. Need something original and affordable for Mother's Day? Etsy has it. Shop until May 12th for up to 30% off gifts for mom. Terms apply. All right, everybody, we're still here. We're so lucky to still be here with the amazing George Clooney. Okay, so at one point, um, I heard that you were a woman's shoe salesman. Yes, like a couple years ago. You know, I, yeah, I did a lot of jobs. I cut tobacco for a living for $3 an hour. And really? I sold insurance door to door. You're gonna make me sell shoes? Well, I just was curious if um, I have... Yes. I have a couple of options here. Let's see. Now, I'm, I'm mortified because I don't have any self-care in my life and I'm shocked that my legs are shaven and I shoved nail polish on my feet. Nice. I was curious, like, I had the most disgusting feet this morning mm -hmm. and I was like, what was it like when some woman would sit down and have, like, just corns everywhere? Or well, like... Well, there's a couple of things. First of all, they don't take both their shoes off usually. <laughs> right? I mean, you don't really, like, Why not? fully undress. <laughs> Yeah. Uh. Um, you don't do that, but uh, yes, we, in fact... Why we, not? you got to wear them on both feet. Well, exactly. <laughs> well, you know, we had this thing that, this wooden shoehorn sh shoe thing that looked like Mr. Potato Head that had these holes in it and, uh, and a plastic piece that would go in, like Mr. Potato Head, to stretch a corn into the shoes for these, for the ladies. I have a bunch upstairs. I should have brought them down. Yeah, it's a, it's a, I don't know how you say it, a, a corn stretcher. <laughs> but what? You have to be careful how you phrase these things these days. Like, oh my God, speaking of corn, my favorite, one of my favorite George stories is at the end of Confessions of a Dangerous Mind, Sam is supposed to admit to me after I just married him that oh. he really is a CIA <laughs> assassin. Yes. So uh, I'm like, George, and then my reaction as Penny to Chuck um, is you have to laugh. confusion. Yeah. And then preposterous laughing, like, I don't know whether to believe you or not. I just can't believe this is actually happening. It's like someone dropping the biggest bomb on you ever. <laughs> so it's, I'm supposed to laugh. And I'm like, George, I can't, 
I'm not a faker, you know? I'm just not good at faking things. I really wanna do things authentically. I, I need to laugh. I need, you're the funniest person. Can you just make me laugh for real? So we're in the car, me and Sam are looking at each other. He admits this thing. I'm having the moment of confusion and I just hear George's voice, corn. <laughs> <laughs> and of course I'm supposed to look confused and I do look confused. <laughs> and then I hear corn and <laughs> and that's what's in the movie. Um, so you are, you were, first of all, what, how does this see, work? Well, you I'm see trying, what size you are and you see how. I do, but I don't know how to figure okay, this see. out. Well, I have kids. That's the width of your foot. Oh. And that's the length. So you are a, wow, you have a little foot. You're a, of, you're like a five and a half. Is that right? I'm a, well, I thought it was a seven. See, this oh, toe well, is much you... longer, which is a sign of intelligence, my dad said. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then you're, uh, I can't see your width here, but yeah. I mean, you know, listen, you're, you've got a very, uh, very beautiful foot. Really? <laughs> and, Is that what uh, you tell all the ladies? Uh, yes, that's, I'm trying to sell shoes. <laughs> oh God, okay, right, of course. All um, right, so. Uh, and then which I, shoe I just would you can't like? Well, I can't decide, you know, they're both so interesting. These are the exact kind of shoes I was selling in 1979. <laughs> Seriously? No. Okay. No, what? I was selling these things like they were called like naturalizers and clinic, and they were really for really like Dr. Scholl's yeah. and like remember Buster Brown's and I, unfortunately I do of course. And there was a whole generation of women. This is 1979, and so uh, there was a bunch of like 70 year old women who would get this toe cut off. What? So that they would fit into these the, the pumps, these really tight pumps. And so you'd anytime you saw a certain a woman of a certain age coming in, I'd be like, you take her. <laughs> Oh my God, women crazy? cut a toe off? Yeah, it's like cutting a rib out or something. Right, to be, yeah, thinner. Yeah, sure. So if, if I, yes, what which, did you do when people were just incredibly indecisive and like couldn't figure it out and you were just like, make a choice? Well, that's a good question. It's been, you know, 50 years since I did it, but uh, I think uh, mostly you would, just, you would just tell them how great their foot looks in that shoe. Like, oh my gosh, you know, I just can't decide. Well, I think this goes so well with the gray suit. <laughs> I mean... Let's see. Well, yeah. I'll tell you what. I think you should. I think you should get them both. I. I oh. 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 Cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. Both, they both look good on you. You know, I can't decide either. I'm gonna get both. Good. All right. We're gonna go to a quick commercial break, but when we come back, we've got some hot, spicy, fun things in the works. Come back. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. 
Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. in so many iconic movies and TV shows and we just would love to share fun facts. If there's a fly on the wall moment, a first thing that comes to your head, rapid fire, something we wouldn't have known otherwise, a little tidbit, a morsel if you will, a hot thing, I don't know. Memory lane, it's called Behind the Scenes. It's my favorite segment we would do at the show. Okay, out of sight. Um, first really good movie. First really good movie you felt you were a part of? Yeah. Mm. I just saw Danny DeVito. He came the other day. You did? Yeah. And I was. You know, I got in trouble with him. I had a night with him at a restaurant here in New York about 15 years ago. And we were having a couple of drinks. Both of us were promoting a different film. And he literally, uh, we, 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 we had a, like a couple of glasses of wine. And then the guy comes out and goes, You want some lemoncello? And I'm like, No, 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 no. Danny's like, Yeah. And he goes, what are you doing tomorrow? And I go, I'm doing Regis and Kelly. And I go, what are you doing? And he goes, I'm doing The View. And he says, all right, you got to say my name and I got to say your name. And I was like, okay. So out comes this limoncello and I'm just dumping it in the plant, you know, like this. And Danny's like, <laughs> yeah, So I'm the next morning I go to uh, Regis and Kelly and I go, blah, blah, blah. And last night was with Danny DeVito, you know. And, I, <laughs> and then I come home and I turn on the TV and The View is on. And Danny comes, they go, ladies and gentlemen, Danny DeVito. And he comes walking out in the same clothes he was wearing the night before. <laughs> and you can, uh, you can Google it, because it's very true. He comes out drunk as you could be, <laughs> sits on like Rosie O'Donnell's lap and is like telling a story and like, rah, rah, and they're like, you're crocked. And he goes, I'm crocked. I was out last night with George Clooney. <laughs> <laughs> and I get the blame. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Um, the Golden Girls. Yeah. Uh, B. Arthur was the funniest person in the world. Uh, it, it's, they were all hysterically funny, but B. Arthur really made me laugh. She was filthy, filthy funny. Oh, my kind of girl. Oh, filthy, but great. Oh, okay, love it. Okay, ER. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there I they mean, are. Did you notice all the TV guides I have framed yes. in the hallways? I mean, you're on like so many of them. Yes, that was on purpose. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you know, um, uh, I guess it was the friendship I have with all of them that I continue to have. I had Tony Edwards at the house in Italy a couple, three weeks ago, and uh, he and Mayor came. I, I'm still really close with Juliana and Noah and Eric. They're, they're really good friends, and so I feel that was a, a, a job of a lifetime, you know. <sighs> and it makes... changed my career. 
you know. It did. Mm -hmm. That makes people so happy to know because it's like we all want to believe that, you know, and then when you find out it's true, you're like, yeah. oh, I, I thought so. <laughs> this is so fun. Okay, I have to throw this out there because I still see the wave in my head kind of on a very too regular basis, the perfect storm. That last, the wave, they just, it's part of why I'm still scared of boats, you know? Are so, you really scared of boats? Well, not like near land. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But out in the water, you're scared? That deep open water. I mean, what? Yeah. That movie like was like Jaws kind of. It just screwed I, me up. I remember we were standing on a dock. I was standing up on the boat on the dock. Mark and I were standing up there and we had all of these giant rubber swordfish because Wolfgang Peterson, who just died actually, the director, oh, was, uh, he was a big animal rights guy, you know? And so there's all these rubber swordfish at great expense they made. He was like, we'll do the fake fish. And all these protesters, like a couple hundred of them come storming down on the dock going, you know, shame on you, shame on you. And Mark and I were sitting up on the, on the dock and I just go, they're rubber. And then everyone's like, huh? I go, they're rubber, the fish. And they're like, oh. And then they turn around. <laughs> All right, The Descendants. Uh, Shailene, probably. She's uh, like my daughter, you know. Oh, it's okay for her to be your daughter. Well, she's 40 years younger than you, so yes, it's okay. And you know, you're my uncle. Maybe my dad was like 15 when he had me. Maybe, it's Hollywood, you never know. She, no, Shailene, I, I actually just saw her this summer in Italy too. She's a real amazing young woman and uh, and working with Alexander Payne, who I just love as a director, and he's a friend. So I, I, there was nothing but great memories of that. All right, we have to go again to commercial. Mm, we'll be right back. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. George Clooney, everybody! You have the most perfect wife, in my opinion. Uh, you have these two beautiful children, Alexander and Emma. You have this beautiful career. You have this very, very meaningful, uh, just so needed, beautiful film coming out, Ticket to Paradise. You're an activist. You have great friends. You've lived an extraordinary life. You sold I like have, a tequila company for a billion dollars. I have very you have good, good hair. hair. I was a two-time sexiest man alive. Yes! I mean, what more can I do? I mean, I can't well, work any harder. that's my question. What know? is the missing link? Is there one thing? Yes. AARP sexiest man still alive. 
cover of AARP and they were like, you have to be 50. I was like, well, I'm coming at you in two years. <laughs> Just like, hey, wheel me out. Hey, <laughs> sexy. <laughs> Every dream you've ever had come true, there's no one more deserving of it than you, George oh, well, Clooney. You great. are as good as it gets. And thank you for gracing us with your presence today. Well, thank you, guys. Thank you. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, wherever you get your podcasts. Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be, because Survivor 46 is here, and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast. And to ask Jeff some questions, because even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast.